Hello, I'm Alex Williams and you are listening to episode three of the What's on Watford podcast. It has been a wonderfully busy time for our bustling town with the Watford Fringe Festival just coming to a recent close. It was held at the Pump House Theatre and ten other venues across Watford. Um, We're now looking forward to seeing what's happening this winter and what Christmas shows we might want to get involved in. So do stay tuned for my rapid roundup of events. But first, I'm delighted to say we have an in-depth interview with the new artistic director Director of the Watford Palace Theatre, Steve Marmion. So I'm delighted to say I'm joined this afternoon by Steve Marmion. He's Chief Executive and Director of Programming for Watford Palace Theatre. He's been working in the creative industries for over 20 years and was Co-Chief Executive and Artistic Director of London Soho Theatre from 2010 to 2018. He then established Panto Co Limited, a company specialising in large-scale family shows, and I am delighted to have him here with me to answer some questions. Thank you for finding the time. Thank you for having me. Um... What do you think of our town so far? I love it. Yeah. Well, I was born nearby. Um, I'm, I'm a local lad in disguise as someone who's been away for a while. Oh, right, OK. Uh, I was born in High Wycombe. I was taken home to Chesham and then we moved to Berkhamstead. So all of that before the age of three. So technically I'm local, although last time I actually worked in Watford was here at the Palace and it was for Hertfordshire County Youth Theatre. I directed a production of Ghetto uh, with a couple of practitioners and performers and young people who I still work with now. Oh wow, it's lovely when those relationships last the years. One performer, a rather lovely story, uh, Charlie Josephine, they went on to um, join the youth theatre that I set up when I joined Soho Theatre and wrote their first play, a show called Bitch Boxer while part of that company which went up to Edinburgh and then did incredibly well. So so, wonderful. So Charlie and I stayed in touch over the years uh, from that early youth theatre project so it, it yeah real special place in my heart and it was also the first time I'd been trusted with a really big beautiful traditional theatre stage and a fly tower and yeah set that came in and went out on yeah, bars the town is so proud of it because it's, it is that traditional space when people think of a theatre yeah. they think of something like the Watford Palace Theatre it's, it's it's a stunner it really is it's a beauty um, can you give us a sense of your mission now that you're here at Watford Palace Theatre? What are your priorities? Um, a busy and happy theatre mm-hmm. is the simplest way of putting it, and that's everyone behind the scenes, and that's everyone in our auditoria. I am keen that we have something for everyone. I'm keen that we are a great night out, and I'm keen that the work is the best it can be. Uh, we're going to bring the world to Watford, and we're going to take Watford to the world. Um wow in all sorts of different ways. We've got some really exciting projects cooking uh, for later down the line. We've got uh, a bit of a thrilling new season in the spring to come and, of course, all the great work that was already programmed before I got here that's on in the autumn. Well, that leads us beautifully into my next question. What's on Watford is a new podcast designed to be the shop window or notice board for all things cultural in our bustling town. So let's give our listeners what they want. Um, Can you give us a rundown of what we can expect from the Palace Theatre over the winter months? Absolutely. Uh, First up, I'm going to plug Ballet Black uh, with their show Pioneers. If you like ballet, if you like contemporary dance, if you want to see something that you haven't really seen before, 
come and see these guys. Uh, Uncanny, uh, I Know What I Saw podcast. Uh, it's all over the press at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. It's coming to your doorstep. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, we've got Kinky Boots uh, by fantastic local company uh, that's on, Lee Mead. We've got a bit of a meatloaf tribute. We've got Bridget Christie, who is a wonderful stand-up comic I used to work with at Soho Theatre, and then she won the Edinburgh Comedy Award, what yeah. used to be called the Perrier. I'm a huge fan of her. She's been on TV so much recently with her new sitcom, on the change and she recently did Taskmaster as well yeah, she's brilliant she's a, she's a real winner um, I, I, yeah the show at Bic for her was all about Bic releasing a pen for women right <laughs> very good yeah she, she put them in their place yeah uh, Ministry of Science uh, fantastic family show experiments on stage in front of you will get everyone uh, giggling and plotting to do very strange things with ingredients found in the cupboards at home uh, and before we get on to uh, the, the main meat of the meal, uh, which is our pantomime. Of course. Uh, we have a Diwali celebration happening on the 4th of November, uh, which is going to be all sorts of different members of the community on our stages welcoming in the light. Oh, brilliant. Beautiful and brilliant. And I want to say a special shout out to Casio Productions with Kinky Boots. I've been talking to Chris Wheeler a lot about his direction of that and it looks like it's going to be an amazing local production. Well, and also to say we are going to be piloting, as that show is with us, reopening our front of house offer during the day. Oh, right. Now, I cannot guarantee we're going to stay open from that point right through, but the hope is that we will have coffee, tea, a couple of light snacks, maybe, um, but a space that you can come and work, a space where you can bring your own food if you want to cook at home and bring it, or if you're with someone who wants a McDonald's and you want a Burger King, you can bring those both in. Uh, We're going to have charging points all around and hopefully a nice independent cafe offer that means you can come in and enjoy the cultural gem that is that theatre we've Absolutely. been Absolutely. I mean, and that's one of the things. Sometimes theatre feels like a very rarefied elite word and world. Anything that we can do to open the doors so that everyone feels welcome to come in, have a cuppa, as you say, get on with something themselves, really encouraging to hear. I think I really learned that at Soho, where, where you find just how heavy the doors to a theatre are for someone who hasn't grown up with theatre. Um, but actually the doors to a bar or a pub or a cafe are quite a lot lighter. So yeah. come into the cafe, and then uh, I'll try and tempt you into see a show. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so the last show to tell you about is, of course, Cinderella, yeah. um, directed by our own associate director, and uh, featuring the crowd favourites from the past. There's a dame I'm sure many of you know and will recognise, um, and it is Watford, New Year's Eve, 1999, Cinderella. I cannot wait. Panto is always such a family favourite here. Um, Any little insights you can give us? Any dance routines we should be learning? No, I think I'll save that for the You're surprise. You're going to keep it a surprise. I'm afraid, yeah. <laughs> well, I do know Panto is very close to your heart. And as I mentioned right at the start, mm. you have your own Panto company as well. What do you think is the enduring appeal of Panto? Why does it keep going year on year? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it, it's one of those international traditions we have that we claim is incredibly British, like a cup of tea, which grew in India, we drink out of China, the water came from a reservoir in Wales, the only thing English about it is the milk, and that makes it whiter. Yeah, true. Um, so, so Panto is very, very similar to that, in that 
We have taken the stories from the Quran. Genies are from the Quran, jinns. Uh, the Tales of the Arabian Nights, that's where Aladdin came from. We've got the European Commedia dell'arte stories that came over, Cinderella being one of those. We've got the British folk tales like Jack and the Beanstalk. And then we stick them all together with whatever the most entertaining thing of the time is. Yeah, all those topical references. Yeah, but also the stand-ups, the mm. drag performers. I mean, it, you know, the various bits of outrage about drag queens telling young people stories that you've seen in the paper over the last years. Well, that's madness. We've been doing it for 200 years. Absolutely. So it's, um, it's one of the most glorious, inclusive and silly Yes. And, and my wife's Belgian and, and um, we've been married four years now and what's still one of my favourite things to do is explain to her friends what panto is. <laughs> it's a near impossible task. You oh, have to stories. experience yeah, it, you don't you? Take you, do. you have to take And of course, for many people, it's their first experience of theatre. Yeah, for, well, sadly, for many, it's their only experience of theatre. So it's on us to make sure that we're putting things on that people want to come back and see after the school top stops taking you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in the past, local Watford performers have delighted in opportunities given by the Watford Palace Theatre to get involved with your work on stage and, and with creative projects. I personally remember being involved with Hello Mr Capello, Human Comedy, Ballroom of Joys and Sorrows. They're a delight and they're, the friendships which bubble from moments like that persist for years and years. Um, how can people get involved more actively with what's going on in the theatre. Thank you for asking, because it is one of the sides of what we do that's very hard to represent with as much fanfare as, for example, Lee Mead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Quite. just an example staring me literally in the face while I talk to you. Um, it, our take part and community activity is a real mix of working schools, after school groups, youth theatre, tryout workshops, story play, play in a day, that there are loads and loads of different ways to get involved. The simplest way, follow us on the socials and we'll tell you all about them. Come and look at the website, which we are updating and changing every day with these new projects and get yourself involved. If you want to be here, and on our stages, then you will find a way because it's, it's everything that we do is about unblocking those routes to the stage. And when I say we're bringing the world to Watford, I'm talking about bringing the very best and most inspiring artists, performers, actors, stand-ups, designers, those kind of people here to work with the people we have here. And then when the people here are getting great jobs in films and out on the <laughs> yes. stages, we were the launch pad. Absolutely. Come back it's all started here. And I have to say, I'm so proud of Watford's cultural ecology. The connections between the Palace Theatre, the Pump House, the Watford Writers, there's so much going on. There is, and there's a real passion behind the people driving it yourself doing this kind of work Lee at the pump house just slogging away at making that old building do things yes. for now yes and that's what you've got here you've got the heritage of of a theatre built in the 1900s that has this 
neon chandelier and this heart <laughs> that says we're about the future, not yeah, the past. Absolutely. And indeed about new audiences. As a black gay man myself, diversity and inclusion is hugely important to me. Uh, the Pump House recently hosted a Black History Month edition of my own regular event, The Dial-Up Open Mic. How important is diversity and inclusion to your vision of the Palace Theatre's role in Watford? Well, it's essential. I mean, it, it, there is a, um, a mandate morally and um, socially that, that we are better representing the people we serve on our stages. But beyond that, the more diverse the people performing and creating the work, the better it is. The more experience of the human condition, lived experience of the human condition you can be exposed to in one show, the richer it is. That's in answer to your earlier question, one of the reasons Banto works. It's yeah. a story from China with a cast from Europe and loads of gags from Britain. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> there's something for everyone and you're unlikely to get bored. Absolutely, mix it all together, shake it up and the explosion Completely. is a delight to watch. It's fireworks. I, and I do think unless we see ourselves on the stages, we don't think it's for us. Yeah. And you only have to look at the census of Watford to go, well, in which case we are not serving the whole town. Yeah, no, quite. Representation is vital. And indeed, a lot of people would love to see themselves not necessarily on stage, but in the creative industries. And it's jolly hard. Um, From somebody in your position, is there any advice you'd give to our listeners who might want to pursue a career in the creative industries? Yeah. Um, Don't let anyone stop you. Mm. But go in with your eyes open. And by eyes open, I would say, don't get involved in them to get rich. Don't do it because you want to be famous. You have to dig a bit deeper than those two things. Mm. Um, And there will always be a way for you to survive doing that thing that you want to. You just have to be a bit shrewd about where you slip in and where you do it. Um, And send us an email and ask. What's your email? Oh, that would be. <laughs> yeah. Go to the website, people. Yeah, Put exactly. some effort get in. Get on the website and get in touch because the the opportunities are there. And if you've got something you think we should read or look at or see, yeah. we'll read or look at it and see. Oh, that's a generous offer. Thank you. Um, what local events outside the Palace Theatre are you looking forward to, either over this winter season or looking into the future? Well, I am looking forward to being in the home end at Vicarage Road for once. I'm a Liverpool, oh, okay. <laughs> Liverpool family. I'm yeah. named after Steve Highway, so I'm not going to pretend that I'm suddenly going to become a Watford fan. However, uh, I am looking forward to getting in the home end yeah. and uh, <laughs> being on the right side of some of those chants for yeah. once. Uh, so I think that's quite exciting for me. I'm looking forward to seeing what Christmas in Watford looks like. It uh, looks beautiful, yeah. I can tell you that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I and mean, you've got all these stories of councils around the country having yeah. to cut back on those celebrations. And you've got a council here in Watford who are driven by oh, these cultural really, ambitions. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot more meetings at the council than I had done before I'd got here. Mm-hmm. And they are, yeah, they, they share all those same values as well. Yeah. Uh, what else am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the jazz festivals. Watford Jazz Junction yeah, in particular? Absolutely. Um, we've got Ronnie Scott's coming up hopefully in the oh, new wonderful. year so that should be quite a nice one to get some of the jazz heads in um, uh, the horns I want to go to their open mic on a Wednesday I think uh, but my finance director goes there every Wednesday so I don't think I'd be <laughs> that happy if I just turned not up not thrilled if you're suddenly there in yeah, the audience probably not <laughs> um, and I know I'll be organising it but imagine Watford that's going to be terrific 
always a delight to walk down the high, seat, high street and see it transformed Absolutely. into a true carnival of, of magic. Well, I'll be back in touch with you because Carnival of Magic is very close to how the theme will be sitting this year. Uh-huh. And we're going to need a little bit more participation from the boys and girls of Watford in we... terms of costume. Oh, OK. We are happy to step up. Well, let me throw a couple more mottos at you. Mm-hmm. Centre of excellence, stage for everyone, home for the classics. Now you're in charge. What do you want the people of Watford to feel about the Palace Theatre? That it's their theatre. It's Watford's Palace of Entertainment, and it's theirs. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And thanks again to Steve for his generosity in giving me that time for that interview. Some wonderful insights into how he hopes to make the Watford Palace Theatre a central part of our local cultural scene. Um, So time for the rapid roundup. Things going on this winter. Firstly, we've got Watford Market Lates, Fridays, 6 till 10pm. Um, and in the market just off the high street, there's going to be live music and lots of opportunities to drink mulled wine alongside other treats and festivities. So head down there on Friday evenings. The Sunday markets will still be going strong on our high street, 10am till 3pm. Um, if you're hearing this in good time, Friday 4th November is Casterbury Park Fireworks, completely free, 6 till 8.30pm, setting the sky ablaze. And of course, there's live music every Thursday at the Garden Rooms on Market Street, 7 till 9.30pm, with some wonderful cocktail hour treats as well. Happy hour there is always a joy. Um, The Actors Café run acting classes for novice to professional level uh, training in 10-week seasonal terms at the Pump House Theatre. It's open to all ages, 18 to 80, and if you have some time over this winter or Christmas period, do remember that anyone can go along for a free taster class. Just visit actorscafe.co.uk for details. They offer spotlight accredited courses. They've been going now for eight years, and classes are always led by actor tutors with real-life industry experience. The Pump House continues to offer some varied weekly fare, the Jazz Club every Thursday, the Folk Club every Friday, and WOM, the Watford Open Mic, every Tuesday. I want to say a particular thank you to them for helping with the tech side of my recent Black History Month dial-up at the Pump House. It was a great delight, and that was a large part down to a lot of their hard work and help. Um, The Watford Town Centre Winterfest takes place Saturday 18th November on the parade. It's 2 till 6pm and there are funfair rides, festive activities, food and drink. There'll be a parade down the high street and of course loads of live music. Christmas is indeed coming to Watford Town Centre and this whole wonderful Watford Winterfest is free. So do go along and enjoy it. Um, More information on the social media for Watford Town Centre. We've got a new event called Blankety Snatch. Those of you who watch RuPaul's Drag Race might be familiar with this infamous game show game. And it's about to get interacted for Watfordians. Um, On December the 1st, Blankety Snatch is going to have a Santa's Disco Balls theme. I think we're getting the double entendre there. (laughs) 8 till 10pm at the Load of Hay. Um... 
December the 1st is also World AIDS Day. So they're tying this in. It's it's an LGBTQ plus um, event to welcome people and help build a sense of community among LGBTQ people in Watford. Um, after Blankety Snatch, 10pm till late, there's a disco as well. And all money raised goes to support local LGBT charities. So do head along. It should be great fun. Um, in January, there's another Blankety Snatch. That time the theme will be Beat the Blues, a very January appropriate theme. That's January the 5th. Um, Octagon Music, Chamber Music in Watford, always at the wonderful Clarendon Muse uh, on the site of Watford Grammar Boys School. Um, they will have the Ellis Ensemble, a wind quartet with piano, um, which sounds really delightful, actually. 26th November. Pick up one of their flyers for more information. And if you would like to feature in a future What's on Watford podcast or just get your show named and mentioned in my rapid roundup, do please get in touch with me. The contact email is podcast at pumphouse.info. It's been a real pleasure being with you this episode and I look forward to being with you once again in future months. I've been Alex Williams and my thanks to Lee Farman for his technical support. Bye for now. <laughs>